Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an empowerment coach for women who is here to help ambitious women break free from anxiety and overwhelm from the ups and downs of life so that they can see the silver lining in disguise and finally live the life that they deserve. And in today's episode, I wanted to teach you three ways to exercise that intuitive muscle. Now, maybe you've heard about this before if you are into mindset, into personal development, into maybe spirituality, about how some people refer of your intuition as being a muscle. And that is pretty much true because it's something that maybe we were already born with it because if you really think about it and you look at kids, they just act. They don't second guess. They don't question things. They just act in what feels good to them what is maybe they're already following that compass within that is allowing them to be in a way that they're happy they're just acting in a way that is is supporting them in their growth but as we get older and then we get cluttered with so many things about the busy lifestyle that we get then we just stop listening to the intuition we stop taking care of that inner compass because that's what intuition really is intuition is our inner compass it is that gps that is guiding us and supporting us in taking the actions that we're taking in getting into activities that are supporting of our well-being and who we are actually in the moment now when we tune in to intuition we actually allow to expand in our consciousness and knowledge and so that we become clear in what it is that we want in life. So once again, once we are very connected, once we are clear in paying attention to the science and paying attention what it is that compass, what is guiding us to, what is telling us, and when we allow to detach from the logical mind, from the unconscious mind, or from the ego even, we are then tapping more into trusting ourselves trusting our self-worth, trusting our inner power, because that's really what it is. When we listen to our intuition, we're trusting ourselves. We stop second guessing. And let me just ask you really quick. Are you the kind of person who's always overanalyzing things, who is always second guessing herself, who is always asking for somebody else's opinion first before making a decision? Are you the kind of person who is maybe going to a healer all the time? And here, I will raise my hand because I used to do that before so many times. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what choice to make. Oh, let me let me ask a psychic or let me ask a healer. Let me ask my coach. Let me ask so and so and so. And although I do agree that those are really those kind of people the coaches healers people who can support you they're actually you know they're here for a purpose but they are not here to pretty much live your life and tell you what to do if they are really good coaches if they are really good healers good psychics good people who are serving other people they will actually allow you to step into your own power and not do it for you not decide for you so if you are one of those people one of those women who is so, or in the past, who was so into just being so scared and having that fear of of making the wrong choice or feeling stuck and feeling confused, 
then you have not been tapping into your intuition. You completely, and again, I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm telling you, I was in that space as well. And every now and then I jump into that again, because it's, this is real. This is just life. We are constantly learning and relearning things. So when we are away from connecting to our intuition, that's where we fall into, into the fear, into feeling stuck and confused, into second guessing ourselves, not trusting ourselves. So my whole purpose with teaching you guys about how to connect back with your intuition, how to exercise that muscle so that it becomes stronger and stronger, because think about it, if you are into um, working out, I'm sure you have heard or have seen that the more, or not even workout guys, even with anything in life, when you are into a new habit, when you're learning something completely new and you want to get good at it, what do you do? You keep practicing, you keep working at it, you keep going back to it, even if you fall, even if you break something, even if it doesn't work one day, you are building consistency and you're building that muscle of whatever that is right? So the more with little things, little steps, the more we tap into that, that kind of practice of following our compass, the better we're going to be at not analyzing ourselves, not second guessing anymore, stepping away from the fear and getting more into the power that we already have. So again, just another reminder and maybe write it up in a post-it, intuition is nothing about fear. It is all about trust, okay? Maybe I should write that down and put it because that just came out right now. Um, and the thing is that, again, remember, if at any point in your life you're feeling stuck or you're feeling confused or anxious, you know, maybe you're having panic attacks, you're maybe feeling like you cannot control anything in life. You cannot control the outcome or you feel disconnected from the things that you're doing or from your relationships, maybe disconnected from work or your business or your kids, your spouse, anything that it makes you, again, it makes you second guess. Just remember when that happens, you are stepping away from your intuition and you are actually getting too deep into the fear. Okay, so why I am repeating this, and this is the same for any other episode when you hear me saying one thing more than once or twice or three times. The reason is our minds, they are just like sponges. We need to repeat things so that it stays in there. So I will repeat it again, maybe later on. But the thing is that I want you to understand this. Once again, when you are stepping into fear, you are walking away from your intuition and from trusting yourself and trusting your inner worth. Okay, clear. Okay, hopefully this is already staying in your mind. If not, do me a favor, screenshot this episode if you're watching from your phone, post it in social media and tag me and tag your bestie so that you know that you're keeping this in your mind. And then also when you tag me, I'm going to go and follow you and support you in, in a much deeper way. Uh, because I want to be there for you guys. I want to support you because I know how difficult this can be. Like I just said, this is something that I'm still practicing um, pretty much every day, reminding myself of this. And I do not want anybody to go through this alone because I get it. That makes things a little more harder when we try to do everything on ourselves, okay? So for the last, uh, lastly, what I wanted to say about the intuition and the fear is that most of these fears will come from the past. And a lot of these fears are some, uh, there are things that have been, we've been carrying them for so long. So I completely understand. I also want you to understand and be kind and gentle with yourself because this is not going to go away super fast. And trust me, 
I was, and maybe sometimes I am still that uh, overthinker, questioning things. And I think part of it is my background in science and what I do um, for my job, my career. But at the same time, I gently step away from it and I do the little practices that I have and I'll be sharing three of them because there's quite a few of them so that I practice more my intuition and practice more of letting go this guys this is more about letting go of that one thing that is holding us that thing the fear the past behavior the past belief Anything that we have learned from the past that is holding us back, that maybe is is keeping us down and we are, in a sense, feeling stuck and trapped because I, like I said many times before, I know I get it. I've been there. So the thing about what are the three things that I want you to to remember about intuition and, and practices that you can start working from today, start doing it today is that number one thing, okay, if you're not into meditation, if you're not into visualization, well, get to it. (laughs) Plain and simple. One of the things about mind work is really visualizing things, really training, reprogramming your mind into thinking, seeing it, believing it, and then leaving it, okay? So one of the things that you can start doing, number one, write it down, is personalize your intuition okay visualize it you can either do it in a meditation you can maybe just take a couple of minutes when you're sitting down on your bed or even in the bathroom when you are taking a shower or doing you know your makeup um you i know that everybody is busy here so you don't have to carve out like a whole hour for this but again make it because here's the thing guys for this to be a practice it has to be doable right it has to be something easy to do something that it doesn't take a lot of work it doesn't take a lot of effort so that easily you can step into it whenever you can so whatever you are even when you're cooking or you're driving obviously if you're driving don't close your eyes makes sense so just visualize in your mind or daydream whatever it is that you want to call it and visualize your intuition may maybe may like build some sort of image about it is it a light is it like a, a light uh, coming from within is it like a little sphere an energy ball um what is the shape that you can create around it? basically make it into a um, being that is within you, but then start seeing it outside of you. So this is something that I do with pretty much everything, even with my fears, it will, even with cancer, I, I create a quote unquote body for it. So I can talk to it. I can actually see it outside of me. And that's just me and my process. And then once you do that, start asking questions, you know, uh, what does it say to you? Is it talking to you? Is it trying to tell you something or is it making you feel in a certain way? So when I do this, sometimes I visualize, I close my eyes, I sit down as in a meditation pose and I visualize this little flame, this little cloud or something like that, that is in inside of me, in my heart area. And then I just start asking questions, you know, how, first of all, I acknowledge it and I say, how are you doing? You know, I, how can I best support you? Because I, I feel that sometimes I, if I don't listen to my intuition, it's obviously not taken care of. So how can I best take care of you? How can I support you? And then I start asking questions. Uh, it could be anything from how, 
how can I best connect with you? And then feel it in your body. Is it, is it bringing some sort of sensation? Is it bringing some sort of feeling into your body, into your mind? Um, maybe sometimes asking questions like, you know, can you give me a sign when I am about to, I don't know, make a decision? Can you give me a sign so that I, um, um, so that I know that, that I am listening to you in a sense, because sometimes we kind of need to find the proof, you know, and this is for those of you, if you guys are new to this, if you are, like I said a little while ago, into overthinking so much, into trying to find the proof, if you are into questioning yourself so much, it will be a little tough to jump already into like, oh my God, yes, I trust and believe and, and, and I know that I'm connected to my intuition. It takes some time because maybe you're not so used to this. So that's why I'm telling you to personalize it into something, into a being outside of you. And then also ask for a sign. And here's the other thing that I will say. Another thing to help us into these practices is also finding the proof from past experiences. So this can be also part of this step number one or number one tip. And it is, or it could be another one. It's, I mean, you choose. Honestly, there's no right way of this, okay? I'm just like saying it. And that is finding a proof from past experiences. Where in your past have you encountered a challenge? Have you encountered something that you had to choose? You have to make a decision about? Um, have you seen signs before from your, from your body, your mind, or a gut feeling? Like for instance, for me, even if, if you made the wrong decision, but was there a point in your life that maybe you didn't listen to it? Because that's, that's okay. Obviously you cannot go back in time, but can you realize that it was always there and maybe you chose not to listen to it? And then that brings you that awareness, oh, wow, it, it was already there. And I maybe have to slow down to pay attention to the signs. Like for me, it has happened many times that I had that gut feeling to do something or not to do something, but I chose the other way. And then at the end, I was like, damn it, I should have listened to whatever, you know, whatever that was at that time, right? I should have listened to my gut feeling. I should have done this instead of that. And I knew it in a sense, but be very gentle. Don't, don't, um, be so hard on yourself when you do this exercise, but find the proof. You know, we always want to find some sort of, um, proof, some sort of, um, validation. Okay. So just remember that as well, because what that, that will tell you is that that compass, that inner compass, that guidance, it has always been there. Now, side note from this, to some people, if you're a spiritual like me, to some people, what intuition is, we would also call them spirit. So I like to call it my spirit as well. And because I connect to my spirit quite often, and that's just something that I love doing and I choose to do whatever I, I am doing, I talked to it and I said, okay, spirit, how, how should we go about this? You know, how can I be best at what, I don't know, my coaching and my job or whatever that is. So that's another thing that I like to talk to as I am talking to my spirit. Okay. Number two, the second thing that I will tell you is maybe this is an exercise that you can do when you are pretty much at home and, or going outside for a walk or maybe driving somewhere very intentionally don't overthink don't question yourself but let's say if you're doing a nature walk right you're walking outside don't think about where you're going just allow yourself to go and walk basically let your body guide you to whatever you need to go 
maybe take a right instead of a left. Maybe um, just follow the footsteps. Sometimes when we think so much, we miss the signs from our body and our mind in going to in a different direction maybe. You know, if you're driving the same thing, only if it is a short drive, obviously. Not and, and still be conscious about it, but then allow your intuition to take you to where your body needs to go. And let go of needing to know exactly every single step. This is pretty much with everything in life, which will lead us to number three. The third thing that I will uh, suggest that you get into a practice is, especially for those of you guys who are overthinkers, okay? This is to make an effort to not overthink or make a decision by overthinking so much or by controlling the outcome or by um, making sure that it has to be your way. So every now and then, let go of the control, let go of the perfection, let go of what the outcome would be. Now, obviously, if this is something related to work and there's a project you have to do, if it involves other people, guys, obviously, this is, you're not there yet. You're not at that level yet. We are just working with yourself, okay? So, but if it has to do with something, it has to do with your family that you have to pay rent and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not going to pay. Well, that's not going to work here. Okay. This is more about you working with you, your mind and your spirit. All right. So go with the first thing that comes to mind, for instance, and this is a short example. Me, like I said, I am an overthinker. I guess I will say I am an overthinker in recovery, okay? So whenever I go out with friends, we go out eating, we go out drinking or whatever it is in a group or even two people, me and my good friend who we always go out to dinner and, and getting drinks. He, he, we are, you know, like sitting down at the table or about to ask for our order and he always will, you know, my friend will ask me, okay, you go first and I take forever, I don't know if you can um, identify yourself as this, but I take forever in making an order because I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to like that? I've never had that before, but I'm very curious. But what if I don't like it? I want to have a good experience. I don't want to come because I'm not a complainer either. I'm not the kind of person like, oh, I don't like it. Like take it back. And but I, I want to make sure that, you know, it's worth what I'm asking for. And so basically I get so much in my head, so much into what experience I want to have at the end. And I take forever. And my friend is always, not just him, but other people also tell me, oh my gosh, Wendy, just order something. It doesn't matter. And so one time my friend, and he's not so much into spirituality. He's not so much into this. He told me once, you know, whenever you are about to order, I don't know, a drink, because I think it happened when we were at a um, tap house. And I'm not so much of a beer drinker, but I'm very open. So that's already a good thing, right? I am open to trying things, but at the same time, I don't want to order something that maybe it's just nasty. So he just said, start maybe seeing it as uh, ordering our curiosity, what it is that you can learn, maybe a new taste, a new flavor, whatever it is. If you like it, great. This will be a, an experience that you will keep in mind and remember. But if you didn't like it, at the same time, give yourself, you know, the, the gift of, um, of curiosity in that, okay, I stepped out of my box. I stepped out of my comfort zone and I am still enjoying my time because it's not so much about the drinks. It's not so much about the outcome. 
of what it is that I'm getting, but it is about the experience. And whenever I was trying to control how I was feeling, how I was going to enjoy my meal, how I was going to enjoy the beer, I wasn't considering my friends. And that's selfish. Not in a good way. <laughs> so that's one thing. And he was very kind when he told me all these things. So I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. I was trying to control how I was feeling in those moments when I was out with friends, but I wasn't considering them. So in a sense, it just didn't matter if I was with them or with my coworkers or with family or with strangers. I was just focusing in me. And as far as if you know me, I'm more into... Uh, being from a selfless space in service in offering love compassion kindness so that's one thing that he made me realize and I was like oh my god that is so true and as much as I speak about being here for other people that is another area that I shifted and started paying more attention to and it, it doesn't mean that I didn't care about anybody being there it's just that I was so focused in my decisions and therefore I was stressing out so that's another um, example that you can actually, again, this is for those of you who are overthinkers that, or I don't know, to the extreme or maybe just a little bit when it comes to ordering something, allow yourself to be curious, um, getting into the practice of tuning into your intuition is also about curiosity. It is, like I said a while ago, it is about owning your power. So one way of also owning your power is by being curious and open to possibilities without knowing the outcome, without knowing what you're going to get and being receiving, okay? Being in that receiving mode because the more you receive, the more you're going to give and the more abundance you're gonna get, okay guys? So hopefully this was very helpful for you guys. Let me know how uh, this works out for you. I want to hear how it was. Maybe we can exchange more um, practices and also share this in social media or with your friends because again this is something that the more we share the more we care right so i love to hear from you and have a wonderful day bye, -bye.